my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. At Audi, expectations matter. It's why what's standard on every Audi SUV are features that exceed yours. How we get there matters. The Audi family of SUVs. Progress you can feel. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? And you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Must be 18 or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8- Hope and why in Tennessee call 1-800-889-9789. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pock. Today is September 10th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. David Peterson, six innings, smeared runs, eight hits, one walk in, eight strikeouts against the Twins on Saturday. Well, this was a very poor quality start, but those eight strikeouts were product of both his uh, slider getting underneath the zone a little bit, but really more so the change up underneath the zone as the fastball, 10 whiffs in the upper third of the zone. You love to see that. I do want to see more improvement on that slider though. Um, I said it was six for 13 strikes. Not that good. It was all bounced down and I want that to be a better pitch moving forward from that. It used to be a huge thing with David Peterson, uh, but really that change up, I, I mentioned the slide before, it really wasn't that. It was the change up being down with that four seamer up and that four seamer command is still there. 
Peterson does have that foundation then to have a better slider and then actually really sore with that. So that's cool. He gets the Diamondbacks next and that could work. Before I had him in the do not start category because I didn't see anything from Peterson I liked. And now I'm going to push him up at least into the unlikely um, tier as I do the list tomorrow just because, hey, there's a chance that the four-seamer is decent enough. It probably won't be 10 whiffs again. But there is a chance that maybe it's six or seven. It stays in the upper third, and thus it opens the door for any sort of development or improvement on that slider. Uh, Logan Webb against the Colorado Rockies did exactly what he was supposed to do inside of Oracle Park. Good to see that. Tarek Skubal just got his aces going to ace label because, let's be honest, a 347 ERA, 103 whip with a 30% strikeout rate since coming back from the IL is absolutely insane. And the four-seamer was upstairs with a 12 or 27 whiff uh, changeup. That's everything that you want to see. It's just that simple. Uh, Sean Newcomb pitched. Yes, that Sean Newcomb. Four innings for Oakland and opening for uh, Kyle Muller, if you want to say that was a piggyback start. Kind of wild. You don't want to touch either of those guys. We move on. Nathan Evaldi only threw 47 pitches, but it was 40% CSW. 2.1 innings with 3Ks and 11 whiffs. His velocity was at 94.7. Not exactly what you want, but at least it's not like 92, 93. Uh, He's getting a little bit better. The splitter was pretty dang good. And I feel like we're going to have to wait maybe two starts until we really want Evaldi, maybe one more as he should probably go to like 60 against the Guardians next. But it's the last two are Seattle. And I just kind of feel like you should not be holding on to Evaldi at this point. He won't be pushed enough until maybe the last game of the year. And then who knows where what his velocity will be and how good he'll be then. So it's not really something I want to go and chase. James MacArthur against the Jays, two innings, zero runs as he opened for Zach Granke, and Granke does what he does. Trent Thornton opened for Luke Weaver, who did not pan out because Brian Wu got skipped this time, and that was a ridiculous, uh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the 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 Red Sox-Orioles uh, game, but uh, yeah, this Seattle game, nothing for fantasy, so we move on. Uh, Kevin Gosman, ace is going to ace. Justin Steele, I mean, I guess he kind of deserves ace is going to ace too. I don't know why I haven't given it to him yet. We should just expect dominance at this point. Um, so I'm going to retroactively give him Ace's gun Ace. He should have it. I watched all of his last start. I wasn't actually that impressed. I still am weirded out by it, but I got to give it to him because that's just what we expect at this point. And yeah, there's no reason that you should not be starting Justin Steele the rest of the way. My skepticism is more really about 2024. I feel like this is a guy that's just such in rhythm. Um, his four-seamer is not getting hit as hard as I feel like it should. And he's not surgically commanding. Um, and all of those elements just kind of make me feel like there's something that is propelling him that is abnormal and that generally whenever I see something like that that generally just doesn't stick around uh, Jake Irvin against the Dodgers had a birthday party as he somehow got the gold star six innings one and run and I don't even think he pitched well here and all right good stuff Irvin but no way Merrill Kelly against the Cubs opposite of Justin Steele 5.2 innings of one and run but nine base runner six Ks he got through this game by avoiding the heart of the plate and didn't have his best stuff, but was able to just kind of grind through it with good locations and props to Kelly for that. Michael King was our streaming pick of the day against the Brewers and he came through. This was both mine and PL bots. Five innings, one and run, four hits, one walk, and nine strikeouts. 39% CSW. This is awesome. It's a sinker. And that gets a ton of called strikes. 12 over 35 is crazy. That's like a 35% called strike rate. And what's really good about it is then he has two pitches, not just one like, say, Brady Singer does with, with the sweeper. He also has a change that gets whipped, so it's five over nine in this. So Michael King, now at 79 pitches, gets a Red Sox, will probably be up to about 85 or so, and that's just kind of a normal start. He can go six innings on that. I I dig this. Um, this is pretty dang cool uh, for Michael King. Uh, Jose Arrania against the Tigers, four innings, one to run for its two walks and three Ks. I know it's Arrania, but if you start Arrania, you're in a boatload of trouble. Um... 
Uh, that's not the line. If you start Jose, you're in a boatload of trouble. There you go. Just don't do it. Michael Kopech is in the bullpen now. Wade Miley against the Yankees, 3.2 innings, but it was 84 pitches, as the Yankees are really good against lefties, and they make them work often. He's a low-end Toby with the Marlins next. Not really something I'm jumping over uh, hurdles for, but I would consider it if you need something during the week. I mean, it could be like a boring six innings. Uh, Tyler Anderson, also kind of a low-end Toby, a little bit better, I think, than Wade Miley. He went against the Guardians and got the win over eight innings, two and runs, four hits, one walk, and four strikeouts. He returned a 40% CSW on his changeup, but he threw just 15 times in 97 pitches, which is kind of odd, considering to me it's his best pitch. Cutters are really good uh, arm side, I'm sorry, glove side in this one. And uh, his fastball just was inside the zone, and that's kind of everything there. It, it worked out against the Guardians, that's great, he gets the Tigers next, we're still going to go out after him there. Uh, Kenta Maeda against the Mets uh, did not have his best stuff with the splitter. It wasn't overwhelming whiffs, but he got outs with it. The slider was really good. And I'm good for this with the Rays now. I was a little worried after uh, before the, the Rangers start, um, but he did well against the Rangers. And yeah, this is this is fine with me um, as he got the win. 5.1 innings, 200 runs, 5 hits, 1 walk, and 2 Ks against the Mets. The Ks should come back when that splitter gets more whiffs. Uh, Zach Thompson against the Reds got the win. Five innings, 300 runs, five hits, three walks, and six strikeouts. It was just a win. Otherwise, I mean, I guess it's a dusty donut. I was hoping to see more from Thompson in this one to make us confident against the Phillies, but the stuff, I mean, the command really was not there. It was a lot of cutters and forcing him just kind of overload all over the place, same with the, the curveball in the zone-ish, but just not really refined enough for me to feel good about that one against the Phillies. You want Avia to face Atlanta, so who cares? Uh, Lucas Gili to 400 runs. However, it was seven innings of just four hits and zero walks with nine strikeouts. And I understand that the ERA has just been so bad, and you're very much out on it, but whip matters too. So do strikeouts. Now, the Rangers are next. You, you say what you want about the Rangers' offense as a whole right now. You don't have Adelise in that lineup, and they've been relatively cold uh, versus the rest of the season. So there's a chance that Gilito works here, not, not to mention he had 12 whiffs on the changeup. And the previous start, the changeup was so gone, and this was way better. If you want to consider him a cherry bomb at this point, that's fine with me. I'll probably have Lucas Gilito in the questionable start there. We have a lot of other guys to talk about from yesterday's games. And of course, we have today and tomorrow's. Really, it's just going to be tomorrow's because a lot of the games have already been kind of going on today, and that's just not useful for you. We'll talk about all of that after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? And you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or underdog fantasy in the app store sign up with promo code pitcher list and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 must be 18 year older 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concerned with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org in Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in New York call 1-877-8 Hope and why in Tennessee call 1-800-889-9789. Aaron Savali against the Mariners, five innings, four and runs, four hits, three walks, and three strikeouts. Yeah, not the 12 strikeout game we saw before. This was against the Mariners, though, much tougher offense. And he gets the Orioles next. I think that's fine. It'd probably be the bottom of questionable, maybe top of, of sorry, bottom of problem, maybe top of questionable. 
Orioles are kind of good, and Aaron Savali did not have the pitch separation we saw last time, so the idea that he's in this amazing rhythm now is kind of pushed aside. Aaron Nola is just a cherry bomb now. It's the most frustrating thing, I think, this entire season is Aaron Nola. 4.1 innings, 4 and runs. You know, he was 4 shut out here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we move on. Uh, Dylan Dodd against the Pirates is not the guy that you want him to be. Darius Vines went 3 innings after. Um, later on in the game, and that's he was fine. He wasn't exceptional, but pitching for Atlanta is a good thing. Now, Alan Winans is going today, and if he does well, I think he's just going to take this rotation spot. They could make it um, a six-man in full, and I would think Darius Vines does take instead of Dylan Dodd. So you don't need to hold on to Dylan Dodd there. Uh, Christian Javier, after doing so well against the Yankees when it comes from a skill standpoint, just did not have it against the Padres. Uh, so no thank you there. Jack Flaherty, again, I just don't want to touch Christian Flaherty, uh, Christian Flaherty, Christian Javier. Jack Flaherty was a cher- is a cherry bomb now, honestly. I don't think he's pitching as bad as it was against the Red Sox yesterday, three-point winnings of four and runs. And he does get the raise next, and I think that still can pan out. But yeah, it's all questionable start stuff now. Carson Spires is not the guy you want with uh, Cincinnati. That'll be more Connor Phillips, and this is just not it. How am I supposed to butter my bread with this one strikeout? Eight base runners, four innings, four and runs, no way. Careful Icarus for Bobby Miller, three and runs in six, and then two more in the seventh. Cool to see the curveball killing it. 41% CSW, 68% strikes. But just three sliders, I think, is just so frustrating with me. Because the four-seamer and the sinker are not really this overwhelming pitch. They are more of your your pitch-to-contact pitches, which are just going to hopefully get a lot of outs. But if you have that slider, you can actually get more out of it. But you don't have that right now. So that's really for more 2024. You're going to keep starting Bobby Miller the rest of the way, of course. Johnny Cueto doesn't have that magic anymore. Seth Lugo went against the Astros, so who cares? You're going to start him after this. Chase Anderson, sorry, didn't work out. I was really hoping for like a sneaky play here. Nope, didn't work out against the Giants. And Chris Sales Bloss, he's down too low that I'm just pulling the plug on this. He went down to sub-90. Um, I think 88 uh, was his lowest, and he had a 95.3, but it was averaging 92. I just am too worried about this for Chris Sale moving forward. Looking forward to tomorrow's games, as today is you you already know about. Um, Tyler Glasnow, Brandon Woodruff, Sonny Gray, Logan Gilbert, Jesus Lazardo, Framber Valdez are all in the auto start tier. You have Clayton Kershaw. If he's going, we're going to do it, even though I understand if you don't want to do it, it might be like limited time and all that. I get it. Gavin Williams against the Giants. Jose Quintana has a stream against the the Diamondbacks. Dean Kramer against the, the Cardinals. Chris Bassett, we're just going to start him, of course. Charlie Morton is a cherry bomb against the Phillies. Do what you need to do there. If you're chasing a win, I get it. Strikeouts, I get it. Whit might be tough, though. Same with the ERA. And Clark Schmidt, he's just been too good. Even though the Red Sox are really good in Fenway, I still feel like you got to do it. It's the border of questionable start there. Brady Singer didn't do well against the White Sox. But that was maybe shaking off some rust and paternity leave and some arm fatigue. And he came back, and I feel like he could be better in this one. Dylan Cease is a complete cherry bomb on the other side of it. As you're going for strikeouts, and that's it against the Royals. Jordan Wicks is in Colorado, and that could work because it's a really good changeup. And that generally does perform well in the course. Carter Crawford gets the Yankees. Maybe that works. I don't love it, but whatever. Alex Cobb is dealing with a hip injury. And a splitter is sometimes good and sometimes not. I don't want to do this, but I understand how it could go six innings against. Uh, it could work going six innings against the Guardians. And then do not start tier. I don't want to do Reed Detmers. Andre Jackson. Uh, Kyle Wright. No. Uh, against the Phils. Zach Davies. Josiah Gray. Taiwan Walker. McKen- Michael Lorenzen both get Atlanta, Dakota Hudson, Kyle Freeland, Andrew Heaney gets Toronto, Ken Waldachuk against the Astros, and Pedro Avila against the Dodgers. I don't want to do any of that. All right, that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. May your balance be low and your strikeouts high. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. 
That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.